With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to the Tennis.com podcast, and here's your host, Ed McGrogan. Hi, everyone. St. Patrick's Day edition of the Tennis.com podcast. I'm Ed McGrogan here in New York City talking with Steve Tigner out of Indian Wells. We have both men's semifinals coming up pretty shortly, so we want to get right to it. Uh, one of them is a very familiar match, Roger Federer, Rafael Nadal. Um, 28th, is it, Steve, time? 28th. You're, I know you've started writing them in Roman numerals because it has the thing of a Super Bowl right. each time. And then... Um, another match, definitely an unexpected one for most people before this term began, is Novak Djokovic and John Isner. Isner now in his second straight Masters semi, and he came off that big win over Federer and Davis a couple, couple months ago. So he's really um, been building toward, I think, a moment like this. Um, we'll get to that second. Talk about Federer and Nadal first. Um, I guess what is there really to be said that hasn't been said about this matchup, and is there anything really different today that would uh, sway you to go against the grain and pick Federer? Uh, no, I would still pick Nadal just because, um, for the same reason I picked him in Australia. It's a pretty similar situation in Aust- uh, as it was in Australia. It's a fairly slow hardcore. This is the first time they've played outside of Miami in the U.S. at all, which is, which is sort of amazing. That was seven years ago. They haven't played in the United States in seven years. So that's something new. Um, but they did actually They got the one in Miami last year. You just wanted to forget that one because it was such a dumb. Oh, last year, right. Okay, there's been two in Miami. <laughs> yeah, okay. both. Yep, exactly. Forgot about yeah. that one. Um, so, yeah, it, it's similar to Australia, though. Otherwise, it's it's setting up the same way. Uh, Federer's coming off an easy win over Juan Martín del Potro. And he looks, you know, Federer looks good, completely in control. And Nadal's coming off a more a tougher win over a talented sort of head case player who, who had the lead. In Australia, it was... Burdich, in this time it was now Bandy, and both times Nadal had to come back against that that player. So he's he's coming, a, you know, in a, in a similar way. He was forced to play well by the end of his match against now Bandy, just the same way he was against Burdich coming into the Federer match. Um, otherwise, you know, I think it's it's there's nothing particularly different about it. There's a little more uh, after last night's press press conference with Nadal. There's a little more of an edge to this. This one, um, Nadal was asked about the slow courts at Indian Wells, which is something Federer's been talking about all week, how they're too slow. Nadal was irritated by the question because he's been asked it a bunch of times. And he finally said, well, maybe next year they'll be, they'll be fast if Roger says they're, they should be fast. And then he said, I've gotten a lot of time violations this week. And that's because Federer, he thinks that's because Federer mentioned 
his slow play at the beginning of the week, and that's the reason he's been getting time violations. So he's a little irritated. He said he said those things with a smile, but also with a, with some irritation. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask: is what the real you know you can't really read through the transcripts what the tone was in the press from there. So what yeah, was it smiling, like? smiling, but there is annoyance. He's yeah. annoyed that Feder is saying these two things. He's he and has and at least in one of them, he's you know Feder's he thinks is being listened to, and I think he's just annoyed. He's annoyed at the slow court aspect, and he <clears throat> I sort of think he thinks the Feder um, is saying that because he doesn't like to play on slow courts. Because Nadal doesn't think these courts are that slow or that's that big a deal. Um, right. So there's a little bit there. I'm sure it'll be a fine match and, and nothing will happen, but that's something to, I don't know, something to consider. Something to make it different this time around. You never know, at least. Yeah, so um, the other one, Isner and Djokovic. Um, Isner actually also, like Nadal, it should be said, is in the doubles final of this tournament. Uh, so both of them actually have those matches also um, you know, in their in their what they've done this week, basically. So they have played a lot more tennis in that regard. Doubles, obviously, you know, a totally different thing than singles. But it is worth mentioning. And then, you know, for Isner, I think obviously we know what we're going to get from Djokovic. Um, Isner, the cases, you know, I actually talked to him last week in Indian Wells for for a story we're doing, and and one of the things that I really centered around. Is just how much of a of a affinity this guy has for playing these ultra dramatic matches where um, you know you think about maximum sets or kind of big stages, big players. He really has um, has done that a lot of times, and you know I wonder if uh, if this one could go that route or if he needs to really dispel Djokovic in kind of a straight set, really straightforward manner. Because the other thing I got from the conversations with John and from his coach. Um, Craig Boynt was that the only way that Isner is going to win this match, which is really the reason that he won the Federer match in Davis Cup, is he just has to realize what his game is. It's, you know, bread and butter, serve and smack some forehands, quick points, get it over with. And that's really the only way this is going to go in John's favor. But even saying that, you know, he's a huge underdog against a player who is looking very similar to how he looked last year in Djokovic. Uh, yeah, Djokovic, this is a match that's probably, it's kind of an interesting match because they're two guys who are will be tough for the other to beat. They're, they're, each guy is, is tough tough to beat in a different way. Isner has the big serve, he's hard to break, but Djokovic has the great return. So they're sort of opposites in that way that it'll, it'll be a difficult match probably probably come down to to one break you never you know you, know, you never know what's actually going to end up happening but but um Djokovic is not a great opponent for Isner just because of his return and his steadiness and his defense the things that Isner is good at and 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 can win with with a powerful forehand and the serve Djokovic is probably the toughest guy to do those things against right now especially on this type of slow court the one thing that Isner may have going for him, Djokovic hasn't been incredibly sharp this week. He's won his matches steadily, um, almost you know, as if they were foregone conclusions. But he hasn't been incredibly sharp. Uh, and Isner, you know, can can make an opponent nervous, even even a guy like Djokovic. Right. Yeah. With that kind of raining down on you, it's you know, you can't can't lose your serve too often, if at all, really against Isner. So we'll. Yeah, we'll see if uh, some tiebreakers ensue. I think that's very likely, and uh, that's the first matchup. Second up is Federer Nadal, and then both finals will happen tomorrow. So we will be back for another podcast uh, to talk about 
whatever uh, happens today in the men's, and then the women's final between Azarenka and Sharapova. For Steve Tigner, I'm Ed McGrogan. Thanks for listening. You've been enjoying Tennis.com's weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com. 